You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. We've got the kiln fired up. We've got the furnace prepped. We're about to unsheath the laser fire of Tyra. Yes, Rizcha the Raisa is coming your way. But first, if you own a retail business and accept credit cards, your customers are getting points, miles, and all sorts of rewards every time they use their card. And you're paying the price. That's why NRS Pay, a product of National Retail Solutions, a division of the IDT Corporation, offers its cash discount program, FeeBuster. You can start accepting credit cards for free. If your business processes over $18,000 a month, you pay no monthly fee and $0 out of your pocket for transaction. This means you, as a retailer, can enjoy the benefits of accepting plastic, and your customers still get those crucial miles they crave and need. NRS Pay Fee Buster provides every client with a free credit card reader with no long-term contract, no early termination fee, cancel anytime without a penalty. I'm personally familiar with this company, and they truly stand by their product, and they'll help you with live, stateside-based customer service on any issue or question. Visit nrspay.com or call 833-289-2767 to learn more about NRS Pay and the fantastically fair fee buster. If it's Moitzoy Shabbos Kodesh, the last week as we're coming into Shavivim Mishpotim, this must be Rizcha Daraisa. Shavivim is about working on inyonim of... Um, Machshovis Royas, Yerhurim Royim, to eliminate completely um, the types of demyonis that lead to Hitzelzerelevatola by men, to work on everything we can to be matar ourselves during these winter months. And it's, as, as you mentioned last time, Rabbi Yosef, that there are the Shiurim um, that, that proliferate. Um, in the spirit of Shevavim, you've collected a number of heroes uh, on Snius that are issuing particularly from Eretz Yisrael. So called Nivcharot. Nivcharot is the Haredi women who are who are upset that the Haredi parties have no women's representation in Knesset. Mm-hmm. So they are Haredi, but they are sort of trying to push things a Heretical little bit. Agenda. Mm-hmm. So tell me, and, and, and so Nivcharot um, they published this and sent to their members Aetis of Tznius. And how many were there? There was about 200 in there, right? Uh, something like that. Quite a bit, yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't read it because the copy you sent me was a little bit uh, uh, unable for my, my non-Tznius eyes to read. <laughs> Maybe Akadosh Baruch was being managed me that I couldn't see all these tikkunim, but there was quite, I, I really couldn't pick it up. But it seems like there's quite a bit of Ashoras of what women need to do. Uh, and then you said, right? And some of them you sent me from some Tehillim group or some other sort of organization that, um, and, and there's a number of things here. I, I guess uh, I, I should... sent you one, which is my, well, much more clear, right? Which is right. Yeah, like, so... uh, to have to wear a, um, uh, to, uh, to dive in before and leaves the house. You burn shalom, zakeni shalom, echta, velo, achti, yes, vio, secha, zakeni, it's like, but snees, machshava, bedibu, vamaisa. 
which I think probably is just as good for men to say as for women. Do this. So basically, they have to wear a, a wide dress, a mastira sturas alicha, that people shouldn't see their form when they're walking. Um, and uh, they shouldn't even talk. Uh, on well, the, before on, that, at a simcha, make sure to hide themselves at a simcha. Then a Kabbalah Ligrov Garbaim Avos Yasemashagrafi and Al Shav has to find more bulletproof stockings to wear. Right. And of course this this shows up, I think, in so many uh Israeli homes. Because that's of course a place where uh a lot of talking goes on and men who are coming back from Kyle are going to see them, right? As they're coming to their coming to their own apartment, they'll see these women speaking in the Cheder Madre Goat. And, of course, not to be talking uh, with cell phones in the street. Of course, cell phones itself is another issue, but not in the street. I mean, men can talk on cell phones in the street, but women should not be doing it. Um, what else? Right. And also, you know, not, you know, when they're getting on a bus, uh, to make sure that if there are men that are waiting for the bus, that they should wait for the men to get on the bus first, not to be machshul men who might be checking them out uh, if they are walking behind them. Um, no yeah. high heels. Low tail below low matarabarachov. I love that one. Not to not to walk without a um, purpose in the street. Yeah, no no aimless like wandering around. Is one who, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and in general, I love this one. And before they leave their house, what they need to do is, even before they open the door, check that mirror one more time and just make sure that they are as sneistic as, as possible before they leave. Okay, look, we, I think both of us and everybody has to agree that there's, it's important to dress Ba'ifan Sunua, Kederach Yisrael Saab to come from my favorite, Ayan Hararov. Rabbi Yaiko Galinsky over Shalom is Ubin Alichti Galayden. Um, and he speaks about the, the next world. <laughs> when he somehow, Bederach Navua said that he understands that the women who are, especially in Bnei Brak in the summer, or even not in the summer, how hot it is, that women have to wear many layers and it's difficult and there's the sweat. He says the Zaya, the Zaya that they incur by wearing these Tznias Begodim, the Tal of Trias Hamesim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu uses to bring back the, the, the Nishomis into the Gufim is really forged, Rav Galinsky says, from the sweat. Sort of like what Arizal says about the sweat of, of Petikas Chomets, his Machaper on, on, uh, Machshoves Royas, Yerurim. He says the sweat is actually what's going to transform. It's going to be the basis for why these women will have Trias Amesim. Um, what a wonderful, article. what a wonderful graphic metaphor of Galinsky <laughs> has given us, the Maggid himself. Yeah, um, and the whole, the whole, oh, this whole, oh, uh, the article itself is, uh, it's very objectionable. I mean, it says that uh, the title of the article is, uh, the a subtitle is, uh, despite all the pain and anguish of the people who lived in the ghetto, the lack of souls, of stockings, is what concerned the daughters of Israel the most. You know, that, uh, 
Um, they're they're looking for. Um, they only had one. They had one idea in mind. They uh, they had idea in mind. What should they do? They ripped the uh, the sheets off the mattresses and they made from it stockings. And with the rest of it, they made uh, longer sleeves. So, so this is this is a Holocaust story. Yes, a Holocaust story. Yes. Uh huh. Right. So, in other words, they know that they needed to have Sneas Ticket clothes even in the Holocaust. How terrible it was. Somehow, I, you know, when I uh, I've been listening recently to Holocaust uh, survivors' testimony, somehow this doesn't come up very much when they're talking about their experiences. You know, could be that uh, uh, only very few people had this experience, but. The Holocaust was a terrible, terrible time. I don't think that people's high, highest concern was how, whether having stockings for their legs. Okay. We know how great learning theater is and how we don't want to be for any instant. Meaning the same way men are in a way the guardians and bringing the chef of the ultimate into the Bria through the Lima Women are doing this through Tznius. Yes, now, this is actually, this is actually a, a line which uh, they tell and they use in the Beis Yaakovs. They tell the girls, which is an absolute checker, that the Groh wrote in his the Igeris to his wife, uh, to his mother, I'm sorry, to his, his mother, to his wife. Uh, he wrote it to his wife and his children. Wife and children. That he wrote that the tznius of women is, has the same mila for women as learning Torah for men. It says nothing on the sword, Nidar Sagra. Uh, I've looked at every version we have. There's nothing of, of that sort. But they tell them that, and they tell them this line, which is, uh, the, the, which is basically the same line. And so uh, there's no source for it anywhere to say that Akbar on tznius for women is the same thing as learning Torah for men. I mean, the Gemara says, Farkir. The Gemara says, Noshim b'maizochu. And they talk about how women are partners in Limeratera through bringing the children uh, to learn the type of support they give to their husbands in Limeratera. Uh, it doesn't say because of the Oifanatsnuah the way they do it. So again, I, I think our listeners need to understand this is not to say we want Kal Yisrael to just you know, take it all off. No, or just walk around anyway. Of course, we have to be makbed on, 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 on halacha, how it should be with kapedas. And, and, and the, the nefesh ayof is, they led us from a lot of the pirtzis and sneas that many of the modern, uh, communities have now sort of accepted and they don't think they can even be meicha, meicha on. I'm with them. It bothers me when I see, you know, wonderful communities in Eretz Yisrael, um, and, and the women's sleeve lengths all super above the elbow and the hair coming out everywhere. And I, again, and look, and the misreading of sources that allow various types of giluyim, all of that bothers me. I know it bothers you, but to turn this into a getchka, to turn this into an icon, to turn it into the, the way Kalyasrom needs to be saved, to, to in fact blame women or the lack of tzniyas for all the terrible things that are going on and how the tikkun and tzniyas might somehow save the world. I think this is where we believe that something is, it's going off the rails. Yeah. So, well, I mean, this is from another site. This woman says she was, she was clinically dead for 40 minutes and, uh, they, uh, it's very, very critical. 
And when she was got the base of Shemal, no, I guess she's shutting down below. So, she snored, she snored, don't take her. I saw in Shemai the base meet this one completely, almost completely built. I saw that they're waiting and yearning for the Kabbalists of women to be marshaled in the Binyan base of Mikdash. I saw with my own eyes, written on the wall of the base of Mikdash, the Kabbalists that they were, were Kabbal for me and brought me back to life. So that my wife, my, my sister was Mikhail, to get 40 women to join the Kabbalists. And I also promised to be my farce, my, my, my uh, story. Anyway. She, she swore up in the Oilam Ames that when she would go down, she would tell everybody about her trip to the world beyond and yeah. how she was going to come back and be the champion for Tzniyos. She'd come back to life in order to do this. Right. And, and the, the Beis is only being, the only thing which back the Beis HaMikdash, Sinas Chinam is not an issue anymore. We, that's not a problem. We resolved it. The only issue which is being marked the, the, the Gula is Look, I, look, look! A woman who's been through this type of trauma, for us, whoever she is, to make light of her situation. And there are many stories of people coming back from near-death experiences with things that they have seen. Um, but again, uh, the, you know, the question here is uh, how how authentic is the story? Um, and secondly. How, again, let's put it right on the table, Rabbi Yasef. If, if we turn this into the be-all, end-all, then we end up really nudging out, elbowing out, stiff-arming, good football metaphor as we're on the heels of the Super Bowl. Uh Maybe you would say a body-checking, since you are the hockey fan here. But stiff-arming, body-checking, Basically, shutting out, striking out all other types of things that we can work on that are in sources, mafuroshim in Chazal, um, and and things that, of course, we need. No one is trying to say that this is insignificant. No one is. Neither of us are going to say that the matzav has been misdarder admaoid in terms of what's happening in the street. Women who go because it's an man. Men, are, I'm sure, are involved somehow, but the women who go crazy with these kabbalos and with these kafsnis and with these remarkable stories, what is their psychological issue? Okay, you want me to go to to try to understand it? Um, your vast clear of Havana in all matters of this world, yes. <laughs> See, I have to take the Hanufa from you when I can get it. Um, look, part of it, I think, is we are frustrated and we want something material and, and measurable that we can, that we can grasp onto. We all want something like that. Uh, whether it's a diet, whether it's for, um, physical therapy for something, we want to have something that we know will be the panacea and we can see it work and we can measure it as opposed to the, the, the situation is so terrible and there's do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, make a big cheshman on Nefesh. So I think part of it is, is, is even though it seems a terrible oil, like to put on even thicker stockings and to cover yourself even more and to stop talking on the phone, uh, in the street, um, which is anyway sort of, I mean, I do it too, but I, I really f- think that we should probably eliminate that from all, you know, in terms of socially, it's anyway a sort of negative thing. So I think that's one thing of it. Um, I think the second part of it is, is that 
it's not Jews, but we Jewish people have a wealth of it, is a lot of guilt over sexual matters. I think that the way we were raised, whether it's in the Beis Yaakov seminaries or in the yeshivas, is that a lot of these Sifri Musa from Rishul Chachman have in many ways placed um, the onus of so many terrible things on how we have not been able to control our sexuality. And I think there's many people walking around um, feeling guilty about Chattas Nurim, whether it's boys or girls. And I think, therefore, this is an easy wound to uncover. And this seems to relate to that. I think there's many people walking around with guilt, and maybe some of it is even the guilt of how they've acted between themselves and their husbands and their wives or machshavas they've had on the street. So I think it's a, I think therefore it's, 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 what do they call it? Low hanging fruit. So it's something that I think they can grasp, something that I think that, that anyway they feel somewhat guilty about and they feel this is something. So it's measurable and it seems to talk to them. Um, and the third thing is, is it makes them feel superior to everybody else, <laughs> which I think is the, which is, which is why. So in, in other words, yeah, Rav Galinsky, they're sweating, but they're happy sweaters. Yes, they're sweating and schwitzing, but they're, but they say, you know what? <laughs> uh, look what I have. And therefore they can look down and, and, and really in a way mentally join all the, you know, the, the Hevra in, in Meisharim who, you know, who basically, you know, assail any girl or who walks into that, their domain by screaming sneeze. They could be their mental, uh, sort of compatriots in that way because yeah. And why aren't you that way? And I did it. So uh, it's that, so, and it doesn't really take what it takes to become a Tamil Kogham, which is you got to know your stuff. You got to be able to learn. You got to be able to know a belt. You have to, it's really tough work. Even Shmira's on, on, on Lashon Hara. Kedosvika did is a lot harder because of the nature of, of, of speaking. Um, whereas becoming, you know, Tsnua woman, becoming, you know, you know, ultra Tsnius lady, that isn't so hard, right? All you got is so, so, okay, that's my, that's my shooting from the hip. Three reasons. What do you think? I think it's a form of Stockholm syndrome. In other words, that they've been put in their cage and they begin to, um, uh, identify by their, themselves as how their captors have, have, uh, uh, caged them. In other words, if, um, then enough men have come and said that, uh, women are the, uh, root of all evil and that, uh, they have to be ultra, 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 whatever. So they begin to believe that. So again, so you're insinuating that behind that's all. That's with your interpretation. You, just added. you, you think I, I, you like my three. Yeah. Okay. I like what you're saying also, but I think uh, what I didn't cop, which now it seems obvious, and I should have realized it, is that these Azharais, Chumras, Tikunim, although they might be voiced by women, the actual puppet masters are really men, are Rosh Hashivas and Rabbonim and Gidele Yisrael. Therefore, it's really the men who are sort of giving these Aitzes to these women, and the women are conveying them. Where, which Bechoffer means is that men are saying, look, instead of me having to fight harder and put my eyes on the ground and not look around, I need to basically, uh, deride the other, deride the woman and blame her. 
And therefore, right. it's a it's a way out in a way for the men. They don't have to feel so bad because it's the, it's the terrible women who are going around in an unsneeze. I've, I've taught in modern schools. And we know that part of the thing that we emphasize is that these external actions are really just the outer manifestation of an inner problem that you want to draw attention to yourself, that you don't realize that the gifts that are given to you are gifts. And that basically there is a God in the world that wants you to use them in a positive way. That these, that it's, and therefore, real sneers comes from not wanting uh, to draw attention to your good actions, not to thump your chest about scores that you've achieved or acts of tzedakah that you've done, or even the brilliant ideas that you're able to come up with. That's a person who goes ba'if and sunuwa, a person who is a, a nistar. And therefore, all these external aspects of sneers are missing the point. Although it's true, they, they cover up the, the, these terrible zones of desire for men and they seem to be extremely effective. But what do they do internally? And therefore men and women both really need to work on this, on this idea of being a, a, a tsunua. And, and this is what I've, this is what I've tried to use. And I think, I think for, especially for a more modern audience, this is really the only way that one could explain things. Other than that, especially in today's uh, society, when they hear of this type of these gzeros or takonos, they say, sort of even worse than we do, that, you know, that this is a society that's repressed. It's a society that has sexual tensions and problems. And that really, uh, this is why they are so happy when they hear about scandals in the society. And they say all this Tznia stuff is really just a way to bottle up this nefarious, uh, libidinous, uh, aspect that the society, that these, that these people have. And, and, and so, so it really, we really do need, I think, to have a, a, a more real conversation. Uh, about the dvarim, you know, they're probably the way to solve that problem is to recognize what does it mean uh, to live in a way that you don't need to constantly draw attention to yourself and be the person that is uh, crowing over everything great about themselves. And we come up with a way to to include everyone where they're holding. I think that will result. In sleeves being longer and will cause uh, the, the shirts to be buttoned up higher and hair uh, to also be covered in, in, a, in, a, in a better way. I, I, I think saw, the, I saw, I saw another issue here. I agree. I'm not, not taking issue with what you said. I agree. But, uh, there's, I saw this, this volume say, I'm saying brings it down. I lost our level. My loss on his bechi. I showed to the layer of us call up. So means he says the Svarim say don't go don't go above your madrega. In other words, you should know that what you what you are and where you're holding, and not to think of yourself as higher than you are. Marshall gives that Morachlin um, would say, I forget which Amora was, who says that I'm Khalil Gabi Khamar to my father. My father waited 24 hours between milk and meat, meat and milk, and I only wait six hours between meat and milk. So um the so Rav Zeman says he could have waited also twenty four hours. 
So the, the um, he says he knew he wasn't all that much regal. It would be uh, just an act of gaiva on his part to wait 24 hours. And say the same thing we talk about the Chavetz Chaim ripping up a postage stamp every time he sent a letter by a shliach. So if you if you or I ripped up a postage stamp, at least me, if I ripped up a postage stamp, then it would be a, a, a stamp of Baal Tashmets. Because we're not holding that much regular that we actually care about the post office losing the 50 cents. It's not, we're not, it's a Chavetz Chaim's much regular. And if a person takes on a lot of external honors like this, uh, again, I'm not a woman and you're not a woman and therefore we, well, nowadays nobody knows who's what, but, um, you know, we can't know for sure. But uh, I've been with you every Kipper. I could be yeah. made. Go ahead. But, <laughs> we can't know for sure what women are, what causes women to be misala in a sincere and true way. But uh, this covering up uh, uh, with sneers can, is a way of also covering up other chesroinists and not dealing with them. It's, we can feel a lot of kedusha and a lot of false kedusha and a lot of a sense of look how holy I am. This I think ties to what you said before. And uh, therefore, it uh, much more core issues. Yeah, yeah, look, the, what I think over. what I think needs to be perhaps accentuated and delineated during Shaivavim is what m- the consensus of Paiskim on 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 Levush and and a a a push to be macabre that minimum at least. And people should know what that is. And 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 Ainachinami, I would love if in the more modern communities they would be willing to hear that. I know you have Sokim from Rav Hankin Sokhanovrocha, the talking about review to Herzl Hankin and, and others that are Mako in a certain way. Mm-hmm. But I think it is important to hear what the consensus of Raif Paiskim are. And Ainachinami, these kpedas that you're seeing um in in, in these in the, on that Facebook page and other places and the Tillam group, whatever, we need to realize that that is more than more than the din. It's more than what's necessary. And it, it represents some sort of lifnimishuras adin. It may be perhaps uh down a a a a pach into an area where you can't even get back to din. So I think it is important to to stress what the din is and Echinami to set to set it straight. And even if there's going to be some tears, but realize that it really isn't so difficult. It really isn't so difficult. And I think as our Arab cousins have shown, it's even possible to have an element of fashion uh in a tzniyastika way. They have been uh, at the, uh, they've been there really at the forefront of developing tzniyastika malbushim that women could wear and feel uh really uh attractive. And at the same time, is is miscabble to most of what the place can say uh, a woman how a woman needs to dress and yeah and I, th- I think this other stuff is is like as you say mirsi kiyuhura is something you have to be very worried about this especially bismanaza i think we can you know i think we can segue into a a, a bill that Netanyahu says is not going to come up but was being pushed by shas and others uh he says it's not going to happen now but it sounds like there's a possibility that there might be a criminalization of non-sneeus dress and wrong halachic behavior at the Kaisal. And we know that this really relates to women more than anything else. Um, the women on the wall 
have decried this. They've said how terrible this is. And, um, they realize that, uh, you know, that this, any attempt to, to stop them isn't just an attack on them. It's an attack on, 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 on religious freedom. It's attack on Qual Yisrael because the Kaiso is a place that's meant to unify the whole Jewish people. It doesn't belong to the ultra Orthodox. Um, now again, you know, it's interesting that so much energy is being put into this, um, the fight to have a place where women can come and put on fill in and, and, and read from the Torah. Um, what's your take on it? Do you, do you think it's something that should even be pushed? Is it something that's ridiculous? Uh, it's, uh, obviously it's a, the, uh, we want the crystal to be, a uh, from sure. That's what it should be, but we don't want there to be, uh, Sneas uh, monitors, uh, especially because Sneas monitors are likely to be men, <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah and, uh, and fines. You know, it's basically basically calling halamim, not just for Jews. So therefore, uh, I don't think that. Uh, uh, then we have to be careful, you know, to not make it too uh, onerous for people to come to the kaiso and have their own relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Right, and but it's interesting, you know. Of course. You, know, you want the kaisel to be a mokum that's tsunua and still. Even if you take the women away, it's still basically like a, a like a shopping mall. I mean, even though it's true, you get to the kaisel and you can hear the kailas and the tefillas and the bechiyos, but the whole plaza of the kaisel, the whole atmosphere. I mean, look, it, it 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 should your heart should be elevated by the trip there. But there's so many other things going on in the kaisel anyway now. That it's hard to look at it, I think, as, you know, this is the muckum that we have to fight for. This is the muckum that we need to put a line in the sand for. Um, again, there's, you cannot police it. And it, and, and the, and what's happening already, you, you walk back 50 feet from the Kaiso and it's basically, Hey, how's it going? Let's do it. Right. You're, you're meeting all yeah, your especially, old friends. But besides, especially besides, it's a bunch of, bunch of this anyway. What are they stupid? They actually put out this legislation to make themselves look worse. I mean, how can we, how can people so be so embarrassing to cloudy soil to themselves? Yeah. Well, especially, I, I think that, you know, this is a type Frankly, of. I don't understand why anybody votes for Shas. Uh, it's, a, it's a useless part. I mean, the only reason I vote, except for, uh, Haredi Spartan who get the, the, much funding and money from Shas. Obviously for them, it's very lucrative. But the average person, Shas, there's nothing beneficial for our Israeli society. And yet you have many Chilonim who vote for Shas. I don't understand it. Well. I guess because Ravadia is coming down from Shemayim and promising them Olam Haba and all sorts of other uh, wonderful things. Well, look, you know. the Even without keeping sneers. As long as they vote for Shas, they don't keep sneers either. <laughs> well, look, you know, I... I, I... I don't know enough about Israeli politics and the sociology really of, of the country to understand exactly why there's such fervent allegiance. I think Chocham Avadia obviously vivified the Sephardic masses. He gave them a sense of, of, of. Yeah, but it's not Chocham Avadia's point. This is Ari Deri's point. It's a different thing. 
Yeah, but again, I don't know what his eros were about the Kleso and about what we should fight for there. Um, I, 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 again, it, look, we know that it's disingenuous for the reform rabbis who don't even believe there's going to be a third base amikdosh. And if it is, it's not going to be with Akrovis Garbones, who probably are machish all the aspects of the base amikdosh the way we have them to somehow dance around and say the Kleso is this great, it belongs to everyone. Yeah, I, it, of it, course, it, it, the unfortunate thing is that we're given the opportunity to do that. So, right. so underneath it all, I think this is one of these bad. I'm in agreement that this area might be the uh, the wall of Harabayas, that right behind that is the Kodesh Akdoshim, and it's the closest we have, unless we go on to Harabayas itself, to be able to connect to that Mokum uh, where the Rabbanu Shoyom in the Welt. I agree. I don't, like I said earlier, we don't treat it that way anyway. In terms of the types of Zahirus and Kpedis that we have, what goes on there. Yes. And that's Aleph. Uh, Bayes, this is a type of thing that because it's so symbolic, it's lost. (laughs) They're wrong in saying it's the symbol of unity of, of our peoplehood. It's only the symbol because of what Beis Hamikdash means and what the halacha is in the Beis Hamikdash means. And, and that can only be obviously our Messiah. But since it's become embodied, the embodiment of what it means to be a Jew and to be a, a, a Jew who prays. So we need to really, I think, realize this is a battle we can't win. And that's why, uh, as, as, you know, as, as meshug as it is, what goes on behind that mechitza, as, as ridiculous as it is in so many ways, I think we just have to call it a wash and say, Baruch Hashem, we could go to the Kaisa when we want. Baruch Hashem, we could dive in there when we can. And we have to put up with this. I, I think that's really the way to do it. Believe me, I, I think you can get more hisayurus from davening in, 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 in Bate Medrash in by in in Ponovich and other places, then you can't necessarily standing uh with with, with Schnorris coming over to you with the Kaisel and people bothering you and who knows what else is happening there. Um I don't know. I don't I don't agree with that. I think the Kaisel is a tremendous I, I don't agree with that. Well I can think so. I think that there's a lot of resources going to the Kaisel. I love going to the Kaisel. There's what? Yeah, okay. You love going to the Kaisal, but it's really, there's a, it's not just on the right where the women are behind the Mechitza that's the problem. The Kaisal is a, uh, it, it's, it's like going to the Mercado. It's like going to a marketplace. No, it's not. I agree with you about the back. Now you're going too far. I agree with you about the back, back plaza of the Kaisal, not about the, the Kaisal. Yes. As you get, as you get close to the, to the actual wall itself, there is a certain, Paul of, but it, uh, 10 steps behind you, it's already something different. And even when you're there at the wall, I can tell you that there is a, um, a, there's, there's people chepping you constantly, especially if they see that you're an American. They're chepping you every second. And, uh, okay, but bar, you, 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 you gut it up and you're macabre because Baruch Hashem, you use your mind. You mind over what's around. And if you can use your mind. I don't to think people put... are I, I, I think you're exaggerating. I, I'm not even sure the snores are allowed down at the coastal plaza. Okay, I can tell you, I was just there a couple of months ago and 
again, I was yeah, the middle well, of, I was the middle of davening, and I was the middle of davening and saying names of Choylem who I who I promised I would daven for when there was a person tapping me on the shoulder telling me that that uh, he sees what I'm doing and if I give him this money it's going to it's going to be a hot soul and who am I davening for <laughs> okay so it happens and, and and this was not in the middle of the day this was this was 11:30 at night this I was fulfilling a haftocha that I made to a number of people they should ever fool us that I would go to the kaisel and daven for them and this guy would not leave me alone and in a way there's aspects of lack of tzniyas that goes on on the men's side. And that comes with this type of pushy behavior, this type of, uh, uh, again, you like, screaming out, taking pictures, whatever it is. It, it really is not necessarily this, this hallowed place. I, I'll tell you the truth. My trip to the Grand Canyon for the first time, also at about 1130 at night, by the time I got there, uh, sitting in that amphitheater, there was more solemnity and see the eleven o'clock at night in the Grand Canyon. What? Well you see the eleven o'clock at night in the Grand Canyon. I've never been to the Grand Canyon. What's it see the eleven o'clock at night? Well you you can sense the halal, the stars that are out there. Um mm-hmm. I was sitting there like in a shul. Uh and it was it was in the North Fork of the Grand Canyon. By the time again it was a it was a crazy trip that I took with my son. It was for his um it was when my son turned twenty one. I wanted to take him to the Grand Canyon. And we davened Vasika the next morning. But the night before when I got there, and I was sitting in the amphitheater, it was a, a mokum. I felt Kedusha. There was everyone there from all different uh, stripes of society were sitting there with a sense that this, the Rabbeinu there's a God, there's power, there's magnificence, there's majesty. There was a lot more there, believe me. Nobody was talking. Nobody was saying anything. People were just sitting in their seats. Well, I, don't want, I don't want to track from the experience of going to the Grand Canyon, especially because I've never been there. But I don't think that, we, I, I think that, and I, am, I don't disagree with your point. I agree with your point. And men have uh, a, a lot of flashiness and loudness and other types of inappropriate behavior, which the, which are their own status issues to deal with. That's certainly true. But I don't don't think we should cast aspersions on people who feel the shechina at the crisis. I feel, of course, the shechina is there. The question okay. is, the question is, how are people reacting, and what is it really going on there? And therefore, if you're going to make a, a federal or Knesset case out of what's happening there, I think they need to look around and check what's going on in the mirror. So that's about it, my friends. We'll catch you a show of amends. We wish you a happy end of show of him. You should be only Taylor Bederach Hayosher Vatoiv. Um, and yeah, you know what? Men or women, stop talking on that cell phone in the street. Okay. Take it on at least for this week. That, that much Kivalevich tells you to me, Makabel. Be well, guys. See you next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.